forms. Damn, those are good. That's how we're starting, baby. We okay. did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> I trust it. I trust it looks good. We did I know it. it sounds good. We're at the end of phase one. As you said before, before we started recording, it uh-huh. is 1120 at night. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which but is we took naps. why we started with a little song. We <laughs> we did. We took a nap. Earlier, we recorded an episode for the Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon. Uh-huh. Sign up for the Patreon. Mean Girls, if you like that. If you and like the movie Mean Girls. we both were like, oh, I am Tucker out. <laughs> So we snuggled up. Went to our bunk beds. Went to the bunk beds, <laughs> and we we're both on the top bunk bunk bed. Uh, no, we took naps in our own rooms. It's funny because I woke up and Keller was like, "You good?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he and Keller was like, "I took a nap too, so we're good for tonight." <laughs> uh, yeah, but because um, I just, still feel a little delirious. We just knew it was going to be a two and a half hour sucker. We'd and, be rested uh, up plus the hour after mm-hmm. to record, but. And just how fucking it gets the blood pumping watching this movie. It does, but <laughs> there's also parts that are boring, mm-hmm. and we're going to get into it. So, let's just jump in. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting to my left is the Coulson mm. to my fury. I die. <laughs> is the Maria Hill to my fury. I'm going to die later. Is the... <laughs> is the um, and then come back. Is the Chitari Greg to my Loki? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the, those poor Chitaris. Those poor Chitaris. <laughs> and also, they just they were just not actual live things because they maybe. all just kind of maybe fell over at the yeah, end. Yeah, maybe they're like Petri dish. Like, I don't know. Is, I like to think that they all have hearts and minds and souls and that they were all murdered I like whenever to, they I like to picture the Chitari is like the spaceship. wearing like a tuxedo t-shirt because my Chitari oh is like, he's cool. likes to party, he likes, but he means business. But he's fancy. Mm-hmm. Is Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Ah. Uh, we know that you're a little sleepy tired. I'm fine. I am too. I got a headache even. True. Took, took some a leave. You took a leave. But- this is a big deal. This is a special occasion, and we wanted to knock it out. In and, your heart, in in my heart, mm-hmm. and in your and my work. This movie yes. has my work in it. Yes. So let's just jump in. We are recording in the garage for the first time ever. Yeah, coming so to we you can, from the garage. So we can just be loud. <laughs> Mark Merritt, we're coming for you. We're in the garage. <laughs> and so is poor Sir Giles. He's freezing. He wants to get back into the house. Uh, it's disconnected from the garage. <laughs> That's Giles. true. Yeah, so he's mad. We're giving out too much information about the layout. He's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this compound. Um, can you hand your phone over to Sir Giles so that he can read the summation of the movie that we're talking about tonight? I could just text it to him, but I never do. Mm-hmm. No, please hand your phone. He doesn't have a phone. He does have a phone. Yeah, we pay for him. To what have if a phone. what if we establish his favorite movies? Mean Girls. Yes. <laughs> established earlier <laughs> earlier this very day. Sir Giles, if you could please pretend the this movie is your favorite movie. It's in his movie. top five, because okay. we might have said that other movies. Okay. And by okay. we, I mean he might have said that other movies yeah. are his favorite movie. Uh, so if he could please pretend, Sir Giles, if you could pretend mm. that this is also one of your favorite movies to get a classic Sir Giles read out of it, please tell us what movie we're talking about tonight. It's not one of my favorites. Okay. All right. All right. I know. He's, I know he's more of a Doctor Strange guy. The Avengers. <gasps> 2012 director, Joseph... Hill Whedon. <laughs> Thanks to a script that emphasizes its heroes, humanity, and a wealth of superpowered set pieces, the Avengers lives up to its hype and raises the bar for Marvel at the movies. 
Thank you, Sir Giles. Well said. Well done. Well said. Well read. Enjoy your walk back to the house. You can still moonwalk out of here, though. Look at him go. <laughs> wow. Look at him go. It's hard to moonwalk around a corner. Under, and he under did it. the garage door. He did out it. a sliding door. Yeah, under the garage door. Yeah, I like yeah. what you're. I like yeah. what you're <laughs> Under the cool, I like the myth you're establishing. Uh, oh, it's so cold in here. Door. Oh, it's cold. <laughs> There's no temperature control at all in okay. here. Okay, so Keller, uh, where do you want to start with this? Because there's a lot of ways we can approach this movie. I'm just scared a spider's gonna come down. <laughs> <on me. laughs> it's okay, you'll get powers. It's spooky in here. It is. It's so spooky. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> where do you want to? How How are you feeling one way or the other? Do you want to start with the Rotten Tomatoes? Do you want to start with overall thoughts? Do you want to start with first time you watched it? Do you want to like what? Like where? How do you want to start? And then we'll, we'll go from there. We'll follow your lead. What are you thinking? Do you agree that this emphasizes its hero's humanity? Yeah, I okay. do. Because this movie, more than any other movie in Phase 1, so and far. probably any other movie in the MCU, I feel like needs to be talked about with understanding the context. If I show somebody Iron Man 2, and they're like, eh, I'm not going to be like, listen, it was 2010. I'm going to be like, sure, it, it's it's okay. It's It's fine. You like Sam Rockwell? Me too. You like Mickey Rourke? Me too. The rest of the movie, you could leave it. That's fine. But for the first Avengers movie, when I talk about the movie, and I I feel like it is important to be like, this is why it was a big deal. This is what made it different. Mm -hmm. This is what made it unique. This is what made it novel. But as we were watching it tonight, you cannot help but think, man, we've come a long way even from this. Yes. And that's not a bad, that's a good thing. Because this whole franchise was built on the backs of these first movies and mm-hmm. the first Avengers movie, and they took it and ran with it, and I think took it to better places. So it's crazy how this one, I think, ages worse than Iron Man 1. Yes. But it's also because it's more ambitious. It's, it also is juggling way more things. It's juggling way more things. And I watch it now, and I go, man, I still have love for it, and I still appreciate everything it's doing, even if just... Two years later, four years later, you know, 10 years later now, it's been blown out of the water by other efforts. Yes. I still look at it and I go, but th- but this is what really started it all. This is so damn special. So I do like to think about the context. And contextually, I think one of the reasons it was so novel is because of what the Rotten Making Tomatoes... Making that happen is so difficult. It's so difficult. Is what the Rotten Tomatoes said is that it's a script that seems as though it is emphasizing the character dynamics... The personalities, the characterizations, the 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 humanity mm-hmm. over. Oh, here's a superhero team with powers. Here's a mm-hmm. superhero team that is going to get together because the comic said, and they're just gonna, you know, even if shit doesn't make any sense, it's like, yeah, 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 but we got it. This is how the movie has to work. Yeah, it takes its it time. Hashes out their differences. It does. It does, and it and it uses a lot of comic book tropes and having them fight the first time they meet of, over misunderstandings, and we got to do that dick measuring contest stuff that a lot of male superheroes do, mm-hmm. and you know, and uses a bunch of cliche eighties action movie lines, and uses a bunch of, um, I mean, even at the end when they blow up the whole thing, all the aliens just, which is like maybe one of the weakest parts of the movie, but at that point I'm like, I don't care. They yeah. pulled it off, so. Contextually, I think it's it's real important to talk about. Um, what do you want to What do you want to say about it? When you were a kid mm-hmm. and you had the dream of the Avengers movie happening, what was the plot in your head? Oh, that's a great question. Um, was it Ultron? No, Ultron was always a, a follow up. You knew that was going to be okay. Well, this mm-hmm. is well into the franchise. So you've been franchise minded since you were a child. 
Look, you're you're kind of making fun of me, but I I'm uh, not. I did I did a um uh so WandaVision just came out. We, we you know, we've been talking about the most recent episode. We won't spoil anything. Or in episode in, 4. In, yeah, in case you haven't seen it, but um and if you're listening to this and you're like episode 4, you mean episode 5. <laughs> we record this early for the patrons. So there, though the patrons are like, yeah, 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 we're caught up. Episode four of WandaVision. Yeah, we didn't make a mistake, yeah. <laughs> and we never have, and we won't. But um, I got asked to uh, to join a really nice um, group of folks that have a YouTube channel called Star Wars Explained, and we were talking about WandaVision. And one of those questions that came up because they were like, second. "Yeah, what?" Star Wars Explained. You're talking about WandaVision. Yeah, absolutely. And they <laughs> and they have a they have a whole show. Really nice uh, folks, uh, Alex and Molly. They have a whole segment where it's they're super Star Wars experts. The way I'm an expert yeah. about this shit. Mm-hmm. And they have a whole show that they call Explain It to Me, where they have oh, a guest cool. on, and they're like, "Look, we know everything about Grand Admiral Thrawn, but we're like casual fans of other stuff. Mm-hmm. So come on and and we'll chat about it." And they had questions and everything. And one of the questions they asked me was like, "What's your relationship to this franchise and to these characters?" And I said, "No joke. Since I've been a five-year-old kid, I've loved this world through cartoons. Then I went to the library. I learned about Marvel comics. I'm reading comic books. Before the internet, it was kind of impossible to read old collections of stuff. There weren't that mm-hmm. many collections." But then as you and I grew up, Keller, it became the age of that Borders, Barnes & Noble bookstore, and then all of a sudden paperback collections or you know for comics. Yeah. So it was like easier to get to stuff, plus digital, plus, you know, even before something like Marvel Unlimited, there were, I remember Marvel used to sell like CD-ROMs, where they're like the first- Oh, I think I remember right? seeing those. The yes. first 30 years of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like this crazy, you know. So things became more of a database in the world. So it's easier for me to get encyclopedias and reprints of the old issues and all that other stuff. But even as a kid, I familiarized myself with this world and I told the wonderful folks at Star Wars Explained, I was like, I as a kid was questioning why haven't they made the Justice League movie? Why haven't they made Spider-Man? Why haven't, because my brain was going, look, they made Superman movies, right? Tim Burton made Batman. I'm going, if you're going to make a Superman movie and everybody acknowledges like it's a classic and it's viable material. And if you're going to make a Batman franchise and when we were kids, it was still going Mm -hmm. and it's viable material. I'm going, where's Wonder Woman? Where's Flash? Where's Green Lantern? Where's Aquaman? Where's the Avengers? Where's Spider-Man? Where's the Fantastic Four? Where's the X-Men? Those were my questions. So it sounds, I'm not trying to be an asshole and say like, I thought I was into it before anybody else was. But really, my franchise brain because you weren't. I was not. It's been, it's been around since the forties. Yes, shit. yes. But my franchise brain really was going. You should make a movie of all these different characters, and then do a movie where there you loved all these characters, yeah. and I saw them all as equal. Well, if Superman gets one, then obviously Spider Man needs one. I bought into the idea that each of these superhero universes, namely Marvel and DC, are the big ones. But the same goes for like Invincible or like Valiant or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. My brain is going, if one of those is valid, the whole thing is valid. I buy into that universal sort of truth of these franchises. The, the, the thing about Marvel Comics is like, if you think one character in Marvel is cool, all of them are on an even level playing field. We all treat them all the same. We're not playing favorites. This isn't Spider-Man and Friends, the franchise. It's like they're all you know, valid basically. So yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't a Batman fan. I mean, I was, but I was also like, you're a fan of all of it, all of it. You know, we're, we've been watching the DC cartoons. So I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm loving all that shit. So when I was a kid, I was thinking like, 
they could make movies of, and especially for the team-up things and the things that made the Avengers different than the other characters and teams is that the X-Men were a unit, the Fantastic Four were a unit, later the Guardians of the Galaxy are a unit, but the Avengers is Marvel's answer to the Justice League. And the big cool thing about those teams is that it's like you got all your favorites in one. But it's the heavy hitters. It's the heavy hitters. Now, in the Marvel Universe, before these movies, they were not the heavy hitters. They're B and C list characters, but I still love them. The heavy hitters were Spider-Man, Hulk, Wolverine. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Those are the those are the pop culture heavy hitters. I'm talking about... Within the universe, they're the heavy hitters. Within the universe, everybody, the Spider-Man... The Avengers are the heavy hitters? Yes. Spider-Man, Wolverine, Hulk, all those characters, they look up to Captain America, Iron Man That's 4. what I'm talking about, Yes, though. yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, so my franchise brain as a kid was... You could do each of these as separate movies, then do a, t- a well, team yeah. up movie, mm-hmm. you know, then do sequels and go from there and, you know, get all these characters. I always felt like Ultron would be a great Avengers movie villain. Yeah. Um, but later. But later. I felt the same about Kang the Conqueror, but now he's going to be introduced in Ant Man. So I'm like, okay. You know, I felt the same about uh, some other characters. But um, yeah, I guess in my brain, the first Avengers movie. Maybe just would have been them against Loki because it's that's what it is in the origin. That's what the comics oh, really? are. That's what the comics it's are. Loki. It's Loki. It's just Loki and Loki. The way that the Avengers come together is that after a few months and years of of Stanley, Jack Kirby, and the rest creating some characters, they had they had created uh, Hulk in sixty two, Iron Man in sixty two, uh, Ant Man and the and the Wasp in sixty two into sixty three. Thor, I said Thor already, right? I said Thor, Iron Man, we're both in 62. No, Thor, Hulk, Hulk Iron Man, Ant-Man, all in 1962. Okay. And that's one, two, three, four, five, and those are, that's the original lineup. Captain America did not come into the picture until 1964 or, oh, really? or five. So two years later, he's an Avenger? Uh-huh. And the first lineup was Iron Man, Thor, Hulk. Is Iron Man the leader then? Ant-Man and the Wasp, kind of. And he was also secretly Because even Stark. in this, they kind of push... Cap is leader. They do, because Cap is the the leader historically, traditionally. And so much so that Cap in the comics was made a retroactive founding member. Even and he even wasn't. in this, yeah. he is in the MCU, he is it's like a different there's like a CEO CFO <laughs> situation or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's is like the heart. He's the heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that Captain America is one of the characters throughout these movies that Steve Rogers, I'm like, they pulled that off and that's a miracle. Mm-hmm. That's a tough sell. Not because he's got, you know, a, a fakey like superpower that's unbelievable, but just the fact that this guy's a good guy, yeah. that's a tough sell. Tony Stark is a funny, charismatic, playboy, you know, cool, badass uh, superhero. Okay. That's a, that's an easier sell. Thor is a big macho, you know, like God, God who's got superpowers. Kind of a, a God. kind of a surfer almost, but very like Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've all seen Arnold as Hercules. We've we seen get it. We've seen that personality, but it's the Steve Rogers personality type that is harder to sell. Yes, and they did, and he's the heart. And mm-hmm. this movie does acknowledge that, like Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man is the star of the show, mm-hmm. but within the movie, Iron Man goes call it Cap. And, you know, to try to hand off that leadership to be like, look, I may be the coolest. I'm not a tactical guy, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know. He hasn't been in the shit. Who? Iron Man? Yeah. Exactly. You're not the guy to crawl under the wire to take... I would just cut the wire. Great. Great little exchange mm-hmm. between the two. So, um, I never thought that I would be able to... Uh, this is It was just crazy as a young 
kid to be able to to see them pull it off because this was always the dream. How old were you? Is when what this movie came out? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was in Los Angeles, dude. You, <laughs> it was in 2011. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I well, let's think about it. If I was, I was born in 87, 25. It was in my mid 20s. Okay, so when it came out, 20 years you I worked on. This it, has been in your brain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And a and a version of this, and I think that they mostly pulled it off, man. I think they mostly pulled it off. I think it's one of the maybe the. <laughs> maybe the best way you could have done it mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. problems i have are let's talk about it uh some of the humor i either don't find funny mm-hmm. or i feel well it undercuts itself we got to get this out of the way joss whedon we have to talk about it joss whedon mm-hmm. turns out not a great guy uh-huh and to be fair on multiple fronts there's two potentially there's two versions of joss that i want to briefly talk about number one is like the guy as a writer and his work I think it's overall an impressive um, uh, uh, career. Yeah. Overall. I've overall probably enjoyed most of his stuff. I didn't grow up with Buffy. Me neither. A lot of people, a lot of our friends did. They love that shit. I think I've seen like five episodes. Sure. I tried. I'd be open to it, but I bet you it's something that should kind of stay in the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, but for then, it, I think it was great and people loved it. Um, Firefly, you're not a fan. I saw all of it. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. And then in the movie. And it's Saw it, fine. I think I get why people like it's it. It's fine. I get why people like it. Not my favorite. Here's where I became a fan of his work. When he wrote Marvel Comics. When he wrote Astonishing X-Men. Okay. Because when he actually wrote some comics. And then he wrote some of the Runaways books after Brian K. Vaughn. Like created the Runaways for Marvel. Oh, that's cool. It's clear from reading his comic book shit. And just from reading some of his work and reading about him and everything. That he knows those characters and he cares about those characters. Is that early Runaways, Brian K. Vaughn stuff good? Excellent. I love it. I have some of it. I have most of it. Maybe I let somebody borrow it before we read it to Garage and then mm-hmm. they never give yeah. it back. But um, I think that his X-Men stuff made me really... It, it, it's reading his, his, his comic books made me go, oh, I get why you, Joss Want Whedon, to do this. love the comics that he grew up on because he was really calling back on that, the shit he grew up on in the 70s and 80s. And so I, under, I understood his take on that material mm-hmm. by reading his material. And to me, when I watch his Marvel movies, this and, and Avengers 2 and maybe some other stuff that he kind of during the Joss Whedon era, I can tell how he feels about these characters. Um, some of the stuff I, doesn't work for me. And people, when they've gone back to Buffy, when they've gone to Angel, when they've gone to even the moments in the Avengers movies and even the things that he did for like the reshoots for Justice League, people go, there's some gross shit in here in the material. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about him as a guy yet. Yeah. Stuff like the dynamics between men and women. Yes. Knowing now what his, has sort of, sorry, I keep burping because of this. Key LaCroix. Lime LaCroix. Mm, I have to, I got to keep drinking it. Cause hey, every burp I, is I an advertisement. I didn't have enough. Yeah, LaCroix, send us some free shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to get at is yeah. that, that people look at some of his writing with um, female characters and men and women and people are starting to see some characters, some male characters as like surrogates for him and how he feels about women and relationships and people go, Ugh, maybe this isn't super great. So that stuff's in there. I do think that it is, I do think that his work, especially this, the Avengers movies, are overall fine. And there's not... Like, Maybe Ultron uh, like, has the most of an overt and issue. I cannot wait to talk about that shit when we yeah. get to it. Because it's in there. But I, 
I only just have my take on it, but I think everybody's take on it is valid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that, but I'm not saying that stuff's not in there. Second thing we got to talk about is the dude is a dude mm-hmm. where we've learned, Hey, he's potentially like abusive on movie sets. Yes. He has potentially, this is all allegedly, this is all rumors. Abusive this in is relationship, all, right, relationships. Right. And like cheated on people and, and, and used his sort of like position and everything. And, and not only position, as people but thinking of reputation. him as mm-hmm. a feminist someone who and champions stuff female characters and stuff but then and it's, you even look back at his stuff and it's like well yeah and it's frustrating and again it's like a part of me especially up to a few years ago would kind of I, I wouldn't say go to bat for him but i would feel like well i believe he is a feminist just because of the fact that the dude created buffy the vampire slayer the show just because yeah. of the fact that he as a male writer would use his position to try and talk about like female characters in a nerd space mm-hmm. and people would always ask him in interviews why do you why do you keep writing uh like female characters this way and his responses would be because you keep asking me questions like this which i'm like yeah that's that's the yeah po-. so to me i saw him as somebody who i thought used his work to and thought was aware of the yeah. issue and then he apparently was going to do batgirl but then like apparently wasn't he even going to do black widow I don't know, but, it, but oh, okay. I don't know about that. But apparently for, for the Batgirl movie, he walked away with sort of a, a statement or like a, a the narrative of like, well, a female director and writer should should yeah. be the one, you know. So when he would do shit like that, I'm like, yeah, okay. Even he is becoming more understanding and aware mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, if that shit is true about the sort of abuse that he, you know, has, has uh, been a part of, what a fucking bummer. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. You know, it's so frustrating because because he is supposed to he has been a representative of like geek culture. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. We have frustrating representatives of geek culture. <laughs> uh, Yeah, we do. <laughs> turns out, especially you know, in film. It turns out that uh, uh, no <clears throat> culture, popular culture is safe from disappointing men. Men who are disappointing, not <laughs> not letting dudes down. I'm trying but, to think because because I moved to LA, joined the comedy scene, and I people thought, who only like Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> I bet they're all cool. pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe as you know soon what? as somebody goes, also Hercules, fuck that guy. Get out of here, Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> I've tried. I've I've posed that question to um, to the internet, or I've tried to answer it, where people have gone, "Are what there is any the most pure fan yeah. base?" And I and I was so wrong. I was like, I think. Maybe the TV show Supernatural. I was like, I th- that's I'm like, what you said. Yeah, I'm and like, someone, I think. You were and someone wrong. was like, uh, no, there's a lot of toxicity in that. And I went, oh, okay, that's hilarious. I didn't fucking know. There's a lot of you know, because I thought I'm like they do a lot of charity work and it's super cool. And, really? Yeah. Paddington's pretty pure. Yeah, I can't think of. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine. I can't. The person. I can't. But you know they exist. Sure. Like it's the person who's an asshole that has a Lilo and Stitch stuffed animal in the back of their uh, Nissan. Like a for real legit white supremacist, but they love Paddington 1 and 2. That's weird. I'm sure they exist. Yes. Or Lilo and Stitch. It is crazy how many people love Lilo and Stitch. That's true. That's very true. But anyway, those are the two sides of this guy that I wanted to bring up. Um and I think there's overlap and I think they're both one and the same. And, and I was just trying to sort of sum up my feelings yeah. on each, like the guy in his writing and his career, the guy in his personal life and his public persona and all that other shit. How do you feel about 
because we're watching the movie and you're like, I don't think I like Joss Whedon. Now, did you mean both? Like did his, you mean? I don't like his directing very much and I don't like mm-hmm. his writing very much. Both of those things are not the most groundbreaking. They're not. That's the thing. But I do think that. But also he's the kind of person you need to do. Yeah. This kind of, I guess, team up when it's the first time they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think he, he was, does love it. I think he was the right guy for when this movie came out. Um, but I think that, 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 uh, yeah, again, I, f- I feel like it's just him setting it up and other people afterwards came in and spiked it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's him, I think it's him going through the trouble of like, okay, I pumped up this ball and I'm pushing it up near the net. And then here come the Rousseau brothers. Here comes James Gunn. Here comes Taika Waititi. You know, they're just people, Ryan Coogler, they're just coming in and spiking the shit out of it. <laughs> like yeah. way better. <laughs> and it is a little funny that, John Favreau is seen as that person now, as this as the setup guy, the Godfather of the MCU of the MCU. Yeah, I mean, because I think in some ways him and Whedon can share co credit for sure. Yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I. Yeah. I think a lot of the stuff that they, well, I think especially for any time they do a, a, a new Marvel movie. I don't know how much of a fan John Favreau was before he came into it. Do you? Uh, a little bit. I would say that he was, he knew about the comics, but his guy is Spider-Man. Oh, okay. That was the guy he grew up with, which I love. I love that shit, you know? Yeah, I know you do. His guy was Spider-Man. So was uh, Robert Downey. Okay. Robert Downey was a big Spider-Man fan when he was a kid. Who, who was it? Who wasn't is the, is the question. Honestly, if, if somebody wasn't, they're an asshole. If I, if I, that's meet, your meter. Yep. If I'm, except for Scott Rubin, Scott Rubin is the only guy. He doesn't like Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> he finds him annoying. He has a very Dr. Octopus opinion of Spider-Man. He's very like that meddling kid. It's, and he's, that's the, hilarious. he's the only guy I'll give a pass to. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. But, um, but I think he likes Spider-Verse. Who couldn't like, yeah. there's another one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's the another but I, metric. But I know what you're saying. Spider-Man's the it's perfect. It's animated. It's a perfect. No, I don't. I don't think too many ki- little kids are like my favorites. Iron Man. I like Tony Stark. I no. mean, maybe now because he the makes movies. great business decisions. Right, 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 right. <laughs> my favorite's the CEO who's got shrapnel in his chest from Vietnam. It's not a typical <laughs> kid position. <laughs> you know, kids like yeah. I like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the Punisher. But, but Favreau is so great in that he he is a fanboy. He he loved Star Wars when he was a kid. He did yeah. love geeky shit. So that when Marvel came to him and and hired him to do Iron Man one, like I think he knew of Iron Man and then all the research and everything. And I think this is also true for every good one of these movies. The writer director will really understand the characters. And even in the case of Taika Waititi, who apparently, either jokingly or true, like didn't do research for Thor Ragnarok. Uh, jokingly or true, but he is a fan because you can hear him just like talk about how much he loves Jack Kirby, yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. So he like, he appreciates that artistry. He gets what is appealing about that shit, and um, you know, I think that he and if and the crazy thing is the crazy thing is if if Taika let's talk about Taika for a second because he he made a joke or it's real about like. Oh, I tried to read one of the Thor comics and I just couldn't because the language and I could I couldn't I couldn't read it. The way that things are very like Shakespearean and mm-hmm. thou must, you know, that he said he like read one comic and then stopped. And some comic book fans took a they take offense to that. They're like, "Oh, this is frustrating. That's I don't like Thor Ragnarok because it's too comedic or too this or too that." Even if that's the case, even if Taika doesn't like that shit, the fact that Marvel Studios still had Hella, Scourge, 
Surtur the Fire Demon, Ragnarok itself, uh, Sakaar, the Grandmaster, the gladiatorial, you know, the Contest of Champions, Valkyrie, all this shit that is so comic booky. Taika left it in the movie. He's not fighting it. He didn't take it out. No. You know what I mean? There's some comic book purity in that film. And Taika was either into it or he understood this is the stuff that, that you know, that's, that's a part of the world. And I'm just here to do everything else. And that's pretty great. That's pretty awesome, I think. You know, I don't, I don't see it as, what I'm saying is I don't think he was creatively limited. Oh, yeah. It's not like he, uh, oh, I don't want to do any of this dumb comic book shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's not like he looked down on it the entire time he was making the movie. Kind of the way that we talk about uh, any new DC movie. Yeah. All of that's looking down on the material. It feels like it. And everybody is a little bit ashamed of how dorky it is. But when you need to just remember, (sighs) at the end of the day, it's all fucking dorky ass shit. It is. It really is. Um, What are your overall thoughts on the movie? On Avengers? Uh... Maybe the best I've liked it ever. Really? Maybe. Okay. But also, this is first time seeing it after seeing Endgame and Infinity, Infinity War. War. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. First time seeing it since Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Been three years. Okay. Maybe that's informing some of it. Sure. Because I know where these people end up. And mm-hmm. if that's what your movie has to hinge on, maybe that's why I like it more now. It, you're saying that the sequels have improved it. Yes. And you're saying, does that mean that Avengers, the movie itself, is bad or good? I don't know. I bet it detracts. If we're talking about straight up movie, this has and five stars t- for you, right? Yeah. Still? Yeah. 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 Even yeah. with everything else yeah. coming out, yeah. it yeah. doesn't yeah. knock it down. Hey, listen, it, it's, uh, yeah, I'll knock it down, but it is still my highest ranked uh, phase one film. Well, yeah. Um, but um, Even though you think Iron Man might be better. A better film, yeah. Yeah. But? But also it had way less to work with. That's right. Way less to do. That's right. And so I know we mentioned this in one of the earlier episodes, but for that reason, I do consider this movie a triumph, not just a success. Iron Man 1, triumph. Avengers 1, triumph. Everything else in phase one, success. It's Yeah, it's all cool stuff. You buy mm-hmm. everybody's motivation for mm-hmm. being in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have had Thor in it unless Loki was involved. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that he's a villain. But to try and echo what you were saying, well, there's two things I want to talk about. You were, number one, you were saying, uh, as we were watching the film, I turned to you and I was like, it's so funny how so much of this movie spends time with like, okay, these characters are going to fight considering where we know they end up where it's like dude they're best of friends later yeah like they'll go to bat for each other and then you turn them and you're like i was thinking the exact same thing when they're in the forest and they're fighting it's just so annoying at this point <laughs> and it's like guys it is but fucking stop it because you're like just be a team like you're like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> versus like you're you know versus later when thor shows up in infinity war in in Wakanda when he shows up and it's like Steve sees him or even Banner when he's like oh you're so screwed now yeah, like yeah, these yeah. moments where like they're fucking they'll go to bat for one another yeah um you're totally right it is almost or when the train goes away and Cap standing there oh my god when he shows up and the other Avengers see him and they're almost crying because they're like we're we're gonna make it yeah. those moments. They don't. <laughs> yeah <laughs> vision dies they don't, they don't make uh, it they, vision definitely dies but those moments are so earned and it's almost adds stress 
and frustration when you rewatch Avengers One because it, it's like you're going through all this muck. We're first. having to watch these characters mm-hmm. learn all over mm-hmm. again and be contentious and fight and and so you're right. It's after you watch all these movies, it almost makes parts of Avengers a bit of a slog to get through and almost boring. But also parts of this movie are just boring. That's true. I'll give you that. Not everything, you know, to, to me, the best stuff about this movie is when the characters are just interacting. That's the best stuff. And some of the moments between, and you talked about this, all of the kind of 1v1 moments. You've got, you know, Loki versus Black Widow talking. You've got yeah. Steve Rogers and and Stark right after Coulson dies talking. There's a lot of these great. Little I think arguments. even just the way they shot those scenes though were just like so stagnant. Though. Yeah, like yeah. they weren't. There's a way to make that shit interesting, mm-hmm. but for them to have, I think it was like three or four of those in a row mm-hmm. of one on one talking about. You know, they're setting up. They're 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 it's doing just also exposition. just info dumps like mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. It's all so, based in character stuff, which I like. But this is you liking that because you're like, this is building out the world totally. And it's, I think it it helps. But if the you're movie, just coming into this, is like, oh my god, it's almost like I it, like when it's, Loki's on that with what's his face. What the other? Is that what oh it's called? yeah 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 yeah. Thanos is like little Minion. mouthpiece or whatever. Minion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm over here going like this is cool, but it looks pretty crappy and like it's we've you been know. here too long. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what they were saying at the beginning of this, and uh-huh. I don't understand uh-huh. anything uh-huh. that they're saying now. Some of the stuff with Selvig and the other like t- mind controlled sort of characters yeah. is like okay. A lot of the Shield stuff is just okay. You know, I said it's like uh, it's all in service. It's like the video that you see right before <laughs> a Disneyland ride starts. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost expecting like Patrick Warburton to walk out and exactly. like give us some info dump. Like I'm a I'm an agent of Shield. Here's what's going on. Oh no, they're coming at us. Make sure your seatbelts are fastened. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. So the first time I watched this movie, the first couple times I watched this movie, or any time I watched this movie, and this was the most recent one out, I loved every minute. Mm-hmm. I'm just Oh, give me more S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. I love everything with a fucking helicarrier. Give me more Bruce Banner and Calcutta. Literally everything. I'm like, I love it. But when you've seen the entire franchise and you go back and watch this, there's stuff where you're just like, this is now even more boring because of how much better some of the other films are or, or, or where the dynamics are for later. So, Or how I, much better they are at the characters even. Yes, and I think, yeah, and I think this movie has a lot of rough around the edges stuff in mm-hmm. the writing, in the directing, in some of the effects, kind of. But I still am like charmed by it. I'm still like, this is them figuring out what the hell this whole thing is. And there's some growing pains. And I just try to, every time, give the movie the benefit of the doubt of, I'm trying to pretend that I'm watching this for the first time. And this is one of the hardest things to Oof. put in a movie. I think. Ever. I think this is still something that that the I mean not logistically because logistically the most difficult thing they've done is something like Infinity War or Endgame. Well, I mean at this point. Leg- yeah, right. But I'm saying even I'm talking when, about crossover franchise. Even uh oh, you mean out of every movie franchise ever? At this point that w- this was like the most ambitious, right? Let me remind you, bro. A year before in 2011, Fast 5 had Vin Diesel. Had That's not a crossover Lucas, franchise, had. though. That's not. <laughs> no, but it took different. Hey, to give to give the to give some props to Fast I am and Furious not, for a second. You okay. know, you I know, know, I would watch Fast Five <laughs> over this movie, over the Avengers any day of the yes. goddamn. I know, I know, I know, I know, week. I know, I know, I know. 
I know. But I know. it isn't a massive crossover <sighs> event. Technically not. But if you look at the MCU as all one thing, neither is this technically. They're just taking a character or two from each movie, just like Fast Five did. But I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. This is the, at the level it was. Because before this, you had a movie every once in a while like Freddy versus Jason. Alien versus like, Predator. Like, you know the familiar is my Avengers. I know, I know. <laughs> Get off of the familiar. Okay, I know, okay. I know, I know. Okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Fast Five is still great. It's still great. And but we've made those comparisons before. I think... Vin well, Diesel is Groot. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's so funny. No, Paul Walker is Captain Cap, America. And that would make Vin Diesel Iron Man. Yeah. And that would make... Because they have a civil war. <laughs> I said Letty was Black Widow. No, I think I said Jordana Brewster was Black Widow. I don't remember. And Letty was Gamora. I forget what I said. That I makes more ones. sense. I had some good ones. I had some good one-to-one mm-hmm. comparisons. Yeah, it was um, great. God damn. Who did I have as Ludacris? Oh, boy. Maybe I had like Bow Wow as Spidey. I don't know. I need to go back and look, <laughs> find that like thread of like, here's, yeah, 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 here's yeah. who they all are. But Paul Walker, Cap, for Easy. sure. Easy, easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Um, maybe the Rock is Thor. Maybe he's Samoan Thor, or maybe I give him Hulk. That oh, one's tough God, because I tough. immediately went to what are you sandwich crazy? Yeah. I went to Vance. Oh yeah, for <laughs> Thor. But he's not a member of. The, he's not a member. He is. He R. barely R. counts. Vince. Vince was. He barely counts. Vince was. He barely counts. You know, I named my son Dominic. <laughs> Nico, you should meet him. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a performance by that guy. That was awesome. Buster, that guy was great. Now um, you got me thinking about that. But I had a couple things I wanted to talk about. But you were talking about the. We already did that. Franchise. Are you doing? Are you doing Hollywood? Hollywood franchises across the board. I'm trying to th- like it's mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. The most moving parts. The trick they yes. I like Lord of the Rings, but yeah. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all designed to be one, mm-hmm. and this was specifically build. To be like, okay, you know all those Marvel movies that you thought were all kind of their own thing because they were? What if all these characters were in one movie? It would be as if back in the day, they did a fucking Spider-Man X-Men crossover with Tobey Maguire and Hugh Jackman. That's what it would feel like. Yeah. It really, or like, again, rest in peace, Christopher Reeve, if he were to meet Michael Keaton, you know? Mm-hmm. And and they were Batman and Superman in a movie. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. But anyway, um, I think what I was going to say real quickly the trick they pulled off for this Avengers movie, I don't think Marvel Studios has topped technically. I think they've just like like um, elevated it, but I, I don't think, think they've topped it. I think Endgame is the official topping. You think so? Yes. Okay. The Infinity War Endgame because, let me say scenario this. is the official topping of this. Let me say this. Before Infinity War Endgame, movies that I love, and they're the top two of my whole ranking. They are my top two. I was still crossing my fingers and holding out hope. I'm like, what if they got fucking Charlie Cox Daredevil? To me, that was the next step. It's like, okay, you've done Avengers. It had all the characters from phase one. But when you get to Infinity War and Thanos, no, next what step if is they the got... Guardians. Right, and that's amazing, but that's, and I'm not trying Going to say Going Galactic this... is the next step. Right, but I'm not trying to say this to diminish it. That's all they did as the next step. And it's awesome. And going, you're right. Going into space is the next dimensional. step. Uh, not yet. We haven't had a multiverse thing yet. Okay. We haven't. Other than Doctor Strange being like... Correct. But Doctor Strange and his role and Wong and that whole world 
introduced into the Infinity War Endgame double feature is just like portals. That's how we can collect everybody. And that's how we knew this movie at the end of the day it was a good time. Because <laughs> there were plenty of great portals. Oh, those shots of portals. Such good portals. Those shots of portals. Um, shit, I had another... Iron Man falling right as the portal's yeah. closing. Oh, so good. It's refreshing. So good. That's a portal. It's refreshing. That's a portal. I turned to Hector. I said, Hector, look at me in my eyes. Look at both my eyes. I yeah. said... That's a fucking oh portal. God. I said, when the moon hits your eye and like a big pizza pie, that's a, a portal. portal, my friend. <laughs> that's a good portal. Bells will ring, ring a ding a ling. <laughs> <laughs> try to t- take me back a little bit, rewind me to try to get me to remember what else I wanted to say, because I wanted to say two things as you were you were discussing something, and I you think don't I think they've topped covered the, the first event one. of this movie. Well, to me, the event being they've gotten all the characters from all the different movies from Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, and Cap franchises, so four technically into one. Yes. And I see that the Avengers Infinity War trick was that they kept that going, but also were like, and one more, Guardians of the Galaxy. Which is awesome. It's awesome. And it's like you're saying, going into space. I mean... And Black Panther. And Spider-Man's in it. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, it really fleshes some shit out. It does. It does. I think maybe my You get brain, a bunch of Asgardians showing up. That's true. Like, you get an Ant, Ant army. Man, no, they don't do it until Endgame, the Ant-Man and Wasp. I'm talking team. about that. Those two count. You're talking about the end of Endgame. The That's third a two-part act. movie to me. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's a one-two punch. It's an mm-hmm. amazing double feature. It's a Captain two Marvels, VHSs of Titanic Captain to Marvel. me. They collected everybody. Everybody in, across any of these. None of the movies were left out. Left out. So Other maybe, than Daredevil, but that and maybe that's what I'm trying to say is that I think that as soon as there was a Sony agreement was also a huge. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? This, you know, that's that right. might count as the next step. That, the cross studio step. Whew, that's the move. That was and that we're made, about, It's about to get. Oh man! Crazy. I don't even know. That made Captain America: Civil War like number one with a bullet for me when it came out i know because i was like they pulled this off across studios forget franchises for a second forget movies in this whole thing for a second they w- they were able to get it from another studio that's insane because the whole time you're like watching avengers like i wish i wish spider-man would swing in I w- listen anywhere. it's true I, w- I went to go see this in 2012 and then like two or three months later i went to go see the amazing spider-man with andrew garfield and i was like okay 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 <laughs> There's some okay, okay, we can work with this. We can work with this. But I was not like elated. Yeah. You know, you're like, it should be a part of that. Yes. But I was also like, oh, Andrew Garfield, perfect casting. Don't love that costume. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone, great. Why did they pick the lizard? Those kinds of compromises yes. where, where yes. things about those two movies I love, but also I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But, like, you're glad you've had some, had so many Spider Man movies, but you wish you hadn't had yeah. so many Spider Man movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, well, whatever. I completely forgot what uh, what else I was going to say. But as we were watching the movie, let me try to... Here's the second thing I think I wanted to say. Maybe. Whatever. Maybe this is new. To try to echo what you were saying. I also love this movie with all my heart every time I watch it. But tonight, if this was maybe the most you've ever enjoyed it, I feel like... The least. Maybe for me, just because I'm really taking everything in and and again knowing where the franchise goes and knowing what else i or just like knowing how much better every aspect of it. yes yes all the writing is better 
Yeah. Not all of it. We got to yeah. get through the dark world and stuff. But sure. you know, sure. everything improves. Yeah. Even the filmmaking. It's true. It's true. And the, this, the excitement and the, I guess the amount of characters and the specific characters and the, you know, but the fact that, again, I just keep like, I'm just still so, I can't even believe that they even got this far in phase one. Yeah. You know, phase three is my favorite because phase three has all the best fucking movies. Then phase one is still my second favorite just because I just remember this excitement as being like, you can't top phase two is like laying out groundwork. True. And there's stuff I love in phase two guardians and Ant-Man one, but it's also like a little bit more of the, okay, here's another Iron Man and Thor movie and there's good stuff in those, but Thor's not good. Yeah. So they're just, they're all just kind of figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Um, who's your favorite Avenger? In this movie, in this movie, mm-hmm. that's tough. And I'll say in this movie and in the and in the five honestly, movies, in the five I movies don't know before. if I love anybody. Mm-hmm. I even like Hulk. Mark Ruffalo. I think he steals the movie and Hulk in this. I think they steal the movie. When that first happened, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this Mark Ruffalo replacement. Oh, of Edward sure, Norton. sure, 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 sure. But I think he's good, mm-hmm. and I like his Bruce Banner mm-hmm. that he's doing. Very like it is different from. Edward Norton? Edward Norton, Bruce Banner. But he is doing a Bruce Banner. He and is. I like it. He is. His version. He is. Um, I like RDJ all day. Yeah. All day. RDJ and, all day. Uh, I think he's the only one who truly sells Joss Whedon's script. Some of it, yeah. Some mm-hmm. of it is a little clunky for me. Some of those like argument scenes where he's like, oh, I'm starting to want to. I'm like, uh. Yeah. But when he's able to really let it fly and have some, you know, maybe how do you it do was it? improvised or Huge something. Huge bag of weed. Those kinds yeah, of yeah, moments, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is great, uh, and I like him and and Pepper in the in the progression of their relationship in Iron Man too. It's cute. It's fine. Yeah, Coulson is great in this. Coulson's great. No in this. Johnny Fav, no Happy. I know, disappointing. But listen, we'll get more Happy, I guess, in the Spider Man movies later, and we'll you we know. went up the briefcase. <laughs> yeah, man, that that Jarvis like when deploy, Jarvis catches him, it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Um, I like Cap in this, but that suit is. Awful. Barf. It's awful. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. And it is baby blue barf. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, you know when I like the suit is when you see the 360 shot. That to me is when the suit works. And that's maybe even when Hulk is at his most green. Yes. When when all the colors are popping. When you've got Thor with the red cape, Iron Man with the gold and the shimmery, the cool agents and the bright red hair of Black Widow, Hulk with the green, and then this baby blue cap. And I'm going, okay, this is a picture. But when he's ever by himself walking around, like... Yeah. Like, and just like trying to be you? serious. He's like, I don't know what you're trying to say, Tony. And it's like... <laughs> he's got this like tight <laughs> like, blue... Yeah, like, your little Smurf I'm boy. like, I can see Chris Evans' nipples maybe? Like it's yeah. just like, it's ridiculous. It's the ridiculous. points on those stars. Fury and uh, I guess Maria Hill, she's fine. But the the eight, the Shield world is fine. But shield Sam Jackson... Boring. But I Sam love Jackson Sam Jackson. is great. Up to this point, this is the most he's given to do. And what's my favorite line in the movie, Keller? And he can sell any line. Yes, he can. What uh, is my favorite line? What side is the sun on? No, is the sun coming up? Is the sun up? coming up? Sir, we've lost a navigation. Is the sun coming up? <laughs> uh, yes. Then put it on the left. <laughs> you were so loud. I know. You were Sorry. so loud. Well, we're in the garage. I just... <laughs> True. I just... <laughs> we're in the garage. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> is the sun coming up? 
You're right. You don't. That's not, that doesn't work as on well. The left. I wish she did whisper it. Just that. Yeah. Bucky's in the next room. Is the sun coming up? Like you know what's funny? He does whisper a line in the movie when Maria Hill's but like, "Is he sarcastic sir, about it though?" Sure, they can't break through, and he's like, "They are not getting through here." So what are they? And then <laughs> that's Hawkeye so like, adorable, yeah. and he's like, <laughs> and like the other part where he like pew, pew. gets him with the bazooka, and then it starts flying away, and he like pulls yeah. out his pistol, yeah, and he, like, like he's about to shoot. What a are jet? you gonna do? I don't know, man. Those shield agents with their I guns. Got the fuel tank. Yeah. <laughs> pew pew. Everybody, everybody makes fun of uh, Black shield Widow. Agents? Yes, but specifically Black Widow and Hawkeye in this movie. But Hawkeye's the one to make fun of. Yeah, but he's still. Uh, I think he's still. I think his role is well served in the film. That's what I'm going to say. Sure. That's what I'm going to say. And everybody knows notes that it's ridiculous that they have no superpowers hawkeye's mm-hmm. specialty is a bow and arrow which is so dumb i love it but it's dumb and black widow has these little guns and these two characters are standing next to hulk iron man who can fucking lift a helicarrier thor and even captain america who is a super incredible athletic you know olympic guy there were moments even like in this where it's like just we're going to cut to black widow just Punching one, yeah, taking Shitar out guy one, one while alien. Hulk's like seven, taking like, out twenty 12. with one as yeah. a weapon. I love it. How that's so fun. Yeah, like Thor's just like lightning, and like thirty you're dead. Yeah, and yeah Black yeah. Widow's like, I almost died. I killed one. Yeah. <laughs> but the the entire notion of them being in this film, my comic book brain is going. Well, it was either this or Ant Man and the Wasp, which this movie did not have the room to explain. No. So I'm fine with it. And it's based off of the Ultimates comics by Mark Miller and the artist Brian Hitch. And it's stuff that I really grew up with. It works. Middle school, high school. It works. The dynamic is there. Um, Thor's okay in this. Thor is... My favorite thing about the Thor-Loki stuff in this movie is I, I do like the writing. But I like I appreciate how much Whedon was trying to give them the really flowery Shakespearean yeah. language. Mm-hmm. But... I'm not going to lie. I like it better when Thor drops that shit later. Exactly. But I still am watching this movie and I'm like, oh, they're really, I left it, but I know not where. That kind of language, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. Because it, uh, this whole movie just reminds me of, of 60s Avengers comics. It's so melodramatic sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's maybe Age of Ultron's biggest issue. That's mm. how melodramatic that movie is. Do you think Age of Ultron you're still going to like more or less than this? I don't know. Okay. Here's what Age of Ultron... I like Ultron better than Loki. Yes. Spader. Yeah. He's amazing. Like every line he... he Every line is sex butter. from that guy. Butter. I don't know if I like it's that. It's sex, I'd brother. rather it be butter. Every line is buttery sex. But now it's butter and sex. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like and, butter or sex and, anymore. <laughs> and what Ultron, what Age of Ultron has over this movie is the entire genesis of Vision, which I adore. True. Like Paul Bettany coming to play that character in person and the way he's created and then he lifts the hammer. Like everything about Vision in that movie. Basically the I'm whole like, third act is like... Yeah. I love it. And the last speech between him and Ultron, mm-hmm. he's like, well, I was born yesterday. Like those kind, you know, I'm like, ooh, Vision is is Whedon's favorite character in this whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love the Vision. And um, everything else is fine. <laughs> so, yeah, you're probably right. But we'll see. I also don't know where it's going to, I think I'm still going to like Avengers 1 because of some of the simplicity of that. And Ultron, had, there's a lot going on. True. And we haven't even talked about the Banner-Nat relationship. Which but we'll I think it is the Ultron Vision thing that, Puts yeah, it over for, for me. you. For Maybe. You. Um, okay, so your so so favorite character, at least up to this point, with these first six movies. You can include all six movies. 
do you have a favorite character in the MCU phase one? Uh, it's like Robert Downey Jr. is the most fun to watch. Okay. But is he your favorite character? Who do you connect with? Do you connect with Tony Stark? I don't connect, do you connect with any you of them. You connect with Hulk, Banner, both no, Banners? I don't connect with anybody. You seem like you're like a Banner guy. Do I? Yeah. Because I love the, uh, Gammas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking love radiation. Maybe. I love being quiet about science until I'm mad. You're not a Thor guy yet. This Thor oh, is not your guy. The science looks like this science, <laughs> but the science on this science has got to be real and sciencey. I don't think Captain America is your guy yet either. So no, who is your favorite character? Maybe I don't. At know. this point, nobody. That really? maybe is the problem with this movie for me. Yeah, is like I can root for Iron Man in Iron Man. I mm-hmm. can kind of root mm-hmm. for Thor in Thor. Mm-hmm. I can, uh, you know. But but you can't root for you can't root for those characters in Avengers one, not really. I I root for Coulson. I don't care about any of them in this. I care about all of them. I, I but you <laughs> came into this with that love. Yep. You would have you would yep. die for any of those characters before yeah. the movie started. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. So that's true. That's a different thing. But I'm talking yeah. about in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like nobody has. What about Black Widow? I want to talk about Black Widow for a second. A real motivation? Um, no, other than just taking out Loki. Like that's the, you know, that's the. It's just like, what about? Okay, how about this? How about this? Counter with what about the, the question of can Tony Stark learn to be the team player, and then at the end he does end up sacrificing him. that whole setup with with Cap, where he's like, I know guys worth none of that ten times better than you. That whole little exchange. And it's like, hey, no, you don't. They're all dead. <laughs> you're old as shit. You dress like an old man. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You're not my dad. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Um, I, th- I feel like maybe the the answer for you might be Stark. I think Tony, Iron At Man. At this point, probably. He, he still kind Just of, because yeah. he is the best. And I think he, he goes through the, the, the biggest arc in this film more than any other character you know what i mean steve is steve banner is almost also even banner throughout as well he's Mm -hmm. not that changing and also steve is annoying in this yeah he's not because he's like what what do you do yeah what well what what am i doing here what am i gonna do why am i wearing this and then he realizes he's wrong and he's like well, why yeah. didn't anybody tell me this? It's yeah. like, we just told you this, Steve. Yeah. Steve, we've been trying it's, to tell you this the whole time. Well, I thought you were being rude about it, so I didn't yeah. want to say anything. It's, it's, the be- <laughs> it's the beginning of, I can't trust my government, I can't trust my bosses, which is just way better in Winter Soldier and everything else. Yes. I love Steve later, and this is the beginning of that. And remember when we were watching the movie, and at the end I told you, after they like, like show up to like you know point the arrow at Loki and he's like if it's all the same to you I'll and take then that we drink. remember the future yeah an end game where it's like so many stairs <laughs> no you take the stairs buddy <laughs> too many stairs so funny and that all that shit all happened in this yeah, movie technically exactly we just Some didn't see point. it you know yeah. them them giving everything to like has someone edited that no I want someone to edit in that'd be interesting those moments. But you can't because they're all from the perspective of the future time travelers. And so it's all... That's okay. You know, you'd have to like... I would know. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I would know. <laughs> it could be fun. Um. So yeah, maybe Stark is your guy. Uh, Who's your guy? I think even up to this point, I think it's Cap. I think it's still Steve. 
And and what I was going to say is, for me, the heart of this movie is Coulson and his being a fanboy is is kind of an audience surrogate, especially for comic book fans. He has trading cards and shit. He he says terminology that comic book and trading card fans say, where they're like, "There's some foxing around the edges." Like that stuff is mm-hmm. like really specific nerdy shit. If you could sign it, that'd be great. I would, you know. Um, so that when he dies, it's the heart of the film. And so by extension, because he loved the character of Cap, he he's not like a Iron Man fanboy. He didn't give a shit about Stark yeah. or Howard Stark, but he grew up with the Cap thing. And so that's that's probably my guy. But Hulk, man, when Hulk is smashing. It's satisfying. It is so satisfying. It's maybe the most I've been okay with him Just, punching Thor. Uh-huh, or uh-huh. smashing Loki. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which is a real fun moment. And mm-hmm. it's a crowd it's all crowd pleaser. The Hulk in the third act is all crowd pleaser shit. Yes. Um, how'd you like the three D? Three D's great. Thank you. You did a great job. Thank you. Hector worked extensively on this film. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. I was real happy with it. I was real happy. You nailed it. My favorite shot that I worked on is maybe the cap when he's at the punching bag. Yeah, we're seeing his, his massive shoulders. His back and his butt. shoulders. His back and butt didn't used to be that big. I made it big. He punched it in 3D. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. Um, and a lot of the stuff at the end is really fun. All the 3D stuff. Yeah. So uh, anytime Iron Man's flying in 3D, <sighs> anytime we're inside Same. Iron Man's yeah. helmet in 3D, yep. first time Iron Man in 3D. Yeah. That's what we experienced tonight. Mm-hmm. First time. First time. Um, okay. So I had so many other thoughts about this film, but I'm just really scatterbrained right now. It's midnight. You love it. I do. How do you feel about it? I like it. Okay. What's your ranking right now? With Iron this, Man with number six. one. Cool. Hmm. Then this. Do not put Iron Man two over this. I might. You cannot. I might do you that. Cannot. Iron Man two. <laughs> oh no. Iron Man two. Look as 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 time wasting in retrospect as some of the shield stuff was. I would definitely was, maybe rather watch that. Iron Man 2 than this? Yeah. Oh, you're breaking my I'd heart. rather watch Sam Rockwell and Mickey Rourke yeah. than any of these and characters Cheadle. try and learn about if they're sad or not. Because we know the answer is no. Shut yes. up. Be heroes. Exactly. Yeah. When Iron Man 2 is just, you're just, that's just a movie yeah. performances carrying it the yeah. entire <laughs> way. And you're having a swell time. Yeah, yeah. It's a good so, point. So, Iron okay. Man, mm-hmm. Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. And this is my personal ranking. This mm-hmm, isn't necessarily mm-hmm. which movie's best. Mm-hmm. And then... Avengers, because you're an Iron Man guy. And then Hulk, and then Captain America, and then Thor. I think I might go Cap. Then Avengers? Then Avengers. Whoa! Then Hulk. Then Thor. Then Thor. Really? Why Cap over Avengers? You know Alan Silvestri did the score for both, right? Yeah. I'm kidding. I know. Might be Stanley Tucci. Yeah. You are a Tucci guy. Yep. Are you excited about getting that soundtrack tomorrow, Big Night? Oh, yeah. We're on it. Doing extensive work, Mm -hmm. which means we're watching the whole movie, right? Potentially. Potentially. Depends. Depends on what the research will pull up. We'll go over it tomorrow. We'll go over it tomorrow. We'll get the soundtrack. Everybody watch Big Night. Mm -hmm. It is a part of the MCU. (laughs) Um... (laughs) It's that Abraham is the Erskine. son of Abraham Erskine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and opening a restaurant. his nephew opening a restaurant. In New York. In New York. In the I hope 80s? it doesn't fail. No, I think it's in earlier than that. I think it's it's Louis Prima days. Says so the 60s? Yeah. Ooh. So it checks out. Mm-hmm. 20 years after Captain America, the mm-hmm, first Avenger. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, it's in the MCU. Abraham Erskine was like Jewish and German. 
And Tucci in the movie is like, you gotta shut the fuck up. <laughs> you gotta shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it's not the big night or a big night. It's just big night. Big night. Yes. Okay. That's great. Bilbo's and in it. <laughs> Bilbo's in it. <laughs> and Tony Shalhoub's in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Allison Janney's in it. Mm-hmm. And many drivers in it. Mm-hmm. We can't get, go we, wrong. We got to get some of those folks in the MCU. You can't go wrong, honestly. We got to get yes. Allison Janney in there. Somewhere. Why isn't Allison Janney <sighs> in point. the MCU? Good point. She'd be perfect on WandaVision. Yeah, she'd be oh, fucking yeah. so good on oh, WandaVision. Yeah. Ooh, dude. Um, Who'd you just cast her as in your head? Uh, Who is it? I don't know, but okay. I, I was just thinking again about how we're going to get a Loki show. I'm excited. That's what I want. I'm excited because. This might be the least I like Loki. Right. And we talked about it because he is full evil, killing people, sucking out eyeballs. But also we don't get a real motivation from him. He's just like, this guy told me to and he's going to make it so that I get to do a thing. The motivation, we were talking over it, but it is that uh, speech on the mountain where he was like, he's like, he's not my father, he's your father. Like, he's still still in Thor 1. Yeah. Still, yeah. it's like you're gonna murder a whole planet. Loki's better when he's like later, like uh, hanging out on Sakar, like oh shit, yeah, that that Loki, or when he's in Asgard as Odin, like oh shit, oh, that's shit. that's the best Loki. So that's gonna be great. Um, all right, I think we can pretty much wrap up, man. Okay, pretty much. I mean, there's 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 a lot to unpack with this movie, but I think we'll keep talking about I'm it. Sorry, I put Iron Man two over it. It's fine. I get it. I get it. It's um. What it comes down to is... There's no Sam Rockwell in this movie. Yeah. There's or, no Mickey Rourke or, in this or movie. Or Don Cheadle. Or Donnie Cheese. You know? Honestly, mm-hmm. where the fuck was Donnie Cheese? The comic books explain it. They do? Yeah. What happens? So, I'll explain. I'll give you this one. I'll give you this I one. I was on an assignment. No, you <laughs> yes. said you would do this for me. Um, you said when it was movie related, I could you would fill me in. Okay. But, okay. otherwise. Okay. I'll you said. You. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. You said. All right, all right, all right. If you want to read it, it's okay, but it is a Iron Man 3 prelude comic. Oh, so would you would have made the, me read this already? If you Did you read it to. already? No, because so far you pa- you you passed on some of the... Um, no, you, no, 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 no. Outside of the movie adaptations, which is a different thing, and so far only the first Iron Man movie comic adaptation just had like some extra stuff. Okay. Everything else has just been the movies straight pretty up much. Adaptation. Straight up okay. adaptations. Um, the comic books that kind of take place in between. There's one that takes place in between Iron Man 2 and 3 and it goes over the events of Avengers and it's just from Rhodey's perspective. And this whole time since Iron Man 2 as War Machine working for the US government and military he is hunting down Ten Rings terrorist okay. cells like around so the world. So they're going to come back. So literally when the shit's happening in the Avengers, he is, I think, in the Middle East somewhere, like on the other side of the planet. And at one point in between the scenes of Avengers, Stark, Tony, like calls him. He's like, Rhodey, where are you at? We're all meeting up in New York. Shit's going down. And he's like, Tony, I'm in, you know. Yeah, too far away. I'm in like Syria or whatever. Like he's like far away on some assignment. Or maybe he was in like the Southeast. The point is, is that he's like fighting bad guys there and then as shit wraps up he kind of shows up maybe right after shawarma or something mm-hmm. and i think at that point he's sort of an unofficial member of the avengers going forward which is why he shows up in age of ultron even though he's not 
on the team team. Right. He's at the party. Yeah. The same as Falcon is there. Yeah. You know, and he's telling a story. He's like, boom, you're looking for this. But he's not at the after party where they're all sitting around the hammer. Yeah. He went home. Yeah. But I'm like, but I think he's, he's got to be back but, at barracks. But then him and Falcon show up at the end of the film as the backup. Remember True. Yeah. when Fury comes in, like so does War Machine. And Which so is does... just building out the team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And eventually, I think he becomes like at the end of that team with Thor. From and... then Civil War on, he's one of the guys. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, I like that shit, but it would have been cool if it would have been cool if they honestly cut to him. It would have been cool if Natalie Portman was in this movie. You know, there's, there's so much they had to do. Yeah. And there's so much. And I'm overall happy with the, too much to with, add with everything that they took their time with. It's yes. fine because it's all set up and the MCU, I think, hits the ground running from Winter Soldier on because mm-hmm. Iron Man 3 is its own thing. It like pauses and it lets Shane Black do a thing. Thor the Dark. But Old even is its that is like it's a Shane Black movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get a I don't know. Mm hmm. Uh, spy thriller and mm-hmm. then but this is up until now it's like you're getting an Iron Man movie it's not necessarily it's just an action right time right and I think Winter Soldier is following that, kind of an origin story formula for all of them yeah other than Hulk correct but even then kind of still is anyway that's our thoughts there's just there's just so much to talk about we'll keep talking about this first Avengers movie Everything what is new one are you most excited about? That hasn't come out yet? Yeah. Dude, I'm going back and forth between, if we're not counting the TV shows. No just TV movies, shows, just movies. I'm going back and forth between Shang-Chi. I was about to fucking say, I think Shang-Chi is what I'm <sighs> most excited I, dude, about. It's going to be cool as hell. Yeah. Because yeah. how many of these movies really have great fight choreography? Right. And this not one, many. I think this one's going to be it's going to be fucking awesome. Then I keep going back to the Eternals because I'm like, what the fuck, fuck is, is it going to be? Movie going to be? And Salma Hayek and Angelina Jolie are in it. The cast is crazy for it's that. Crazy. Who else is in Brian it? Brian T. Tyree yeah. Henry, um, dude from Game of Thrones is in it. Um, the point is that we just watched what is it like a boss. With uh, oh, yeah. Tiffany Haddish and, mm-hmm. and what's her face and, and Rose Byrne, Rose Byrne and Selma, yeah, Selma Hayek, and I love Selma Hayek, and I think she can be really funny and really and a very good actor, and she's gonna be a, a, like an eternal. What? Honestly, it's about what? time. Ha- huh. Honestly, it's yeah. about yeah time. I can't wait. I can't wait. So that's gonna be cool. What else is? I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. Of course, things like Guardians Three. Of course, things like Thor Four. Yeah, we know Fantastic Four is happening. Mm-hmm. Thor 4 also might mm-hmm. it's that in Shang-Chi for me mm-hmm. Thor 4 has the potential because Ragnarok had um, certain requirements when they were making the movie Feige and everybody he had to fit in it, it was called Thor plot. Ragnarok before he came yeah, on exactly. they knew they were going to do that they knew mm-hmm. they were going to have Hulk and Sakaar and do Planet Hulk but this one I think might be all Taika Thor Love and Thunder I wonder because I, I can't imagine there's got to be at least some sort of thing because that's every single director walks in with like you got to hit at least right this thing's got to happen this has got to happen this has got to but happen. i i to uh, set i'm curious up i'm curious i i'm, I'm going to learn everything i can about the making of the film but i feel as though they were done with thor honestly done mm-hmm. until taika started to make three and that i think everybody involved loved it uh hemsworth i everybody. know hemsworth signed back on 
immediately. Un- uh, not including the actors who played the Warriors 3, like Zachary Levi, who said he's talked about it. He was disappointed with his experience with that film because he basically got cut to not having a line and then his character was killed off. And that's a bummer. That's a bummer. But Sure, but like, you know, what are you going to do? I know. He went and did Shazam. Whatever. That's fine. I, I still think there's I still think there's a version where they the can SD, bring him back. As guardians who were killed can come back. I've talked about this before. We'll get to it. But anyway, mm-hmm. I think everybody other than those actors loved Taika and doing Thor 3 and the studio and everything that they're like what if we brought back Taika to do a fourth one Taika come in what would you do and then maybe he he either was pitched by Marvel like we would like to do female Thor with Jane Foster we're going to we're talking to Natalie and we would like to do this villain called Gore the God Butcher read these comics let us know what you think and maybe Taika was like I'm in this is cool as shit get Christian Bale (sighs) I'm excited but also Shang-Chi because it's going to be fucking cool as And hell. speaking of WandaVision, that's what's trending right now. WandaVision, Jimmy Woo, played by Randall Park. Yeah. Everybody's loving him. And people... people I want it, him it, to be in a season of Fargo. Bro, you did. And it went viral, but some guy was like, give his character a show. Jimmy Woo should have a show where he just mm-hmm. like goes around and deals with Marvel shit. And I and many other people are like, his character leads a team called the Agents of Atlas. And you know really? who else is on that team? Shang-Chi is on that team. Oh, shit. And a bunch of Asian characters. And apparently the rumors are that Marvel's already looking at that. And that oh, maybe Shang-Chi fuck. will set up the character of Shang-Chi and maybe some is other Randall stuff. Is Randall Park a superhero? I mean, he's an agent like Nick Fury. He is a human. But he doesn't, but have, he doesn't end up like... He's Agent Jimmy Woo. Okay. You know? And the Shang-Chi storyline, I think, is borrowing some from Jimmy Woo. Because in the comic books, Jimmy Woo has a thing where he was uh, a character who was destined to take over a bad guy named the Yellow Claw. Oh, okay. The Yellow Claw's a real villain, but he is a Soviet-era racist caricature stereotype, mm-hmm. the Yellow Claw. He's like this evil international yes. terrorist, like the Mandarin. And then I think he fought He fought that, he broke away, started a good guy group, and then he would fight the Yellow Claw, Jimmy Woo versus the Yellow Claw. That's what they're doing with Shang-Chi. Except instead of Yellow Claw, they made it the it's fucking the Mandarin. Mandarin, the real Mandarin. Yeah. And it's going to be, I think Mandarin's going to be his father. And Shang-Chi like breaks away from Have that. Have they cast the Mandarin? Yeah. Look it up. Cool. He's okay. a, a big time Asian actor. Okay. International superstar. And I forgot who it is, but he was, I think he's in like Wan Kar Wai films. Awesome. So that guy is going yeah. to blow everybody away. Damn. And Michelle Yeoh's in it. Aquafina's in it. I'm so excited. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Anyways, I think we've pretty much we did it. Come to the end of the show. Um, Next for me, I'm gonna watch. uh, I'm gonna continue watching the first and second seasons of Agent Carter, which I've been enjoying. Uh, It's good. What are you looking at? Did you find the cast? No. Oh, I did, but I didn't find the Mandarin. Oh, really? Well, he's not credited as the Mandarin. Read the cast to me. What do you got? What are you on? IMDb? Unreliable, but we'll go with it. Who do you have? Him? Um, I am pretty sure. No. Yeah. Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, dude. Ronnie Chang's going to be in it. He's so fucking He's funny. He's so good. Yeah. Simu Liu, uh, Fala Chen, and it's right. It's Tony Leung is going to be the Mandarin, like the main bad guy. Hell yeah. And this big buff dude's playing Razor Fist. That's going to be fun. That's not scary. Yeah, it's a stupid Marvel character. I bet his fists have razors on him. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he has like no hands from here down 
and it's just like these big knives. It's so stupid. <laughs> Razor Fist is dumb. So Oh, this director is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Director what did they do? Just Mercy and Short Term 12. Oh, Short Term 12? Yeah. That's a good fucking movie, dude. Hell yeah. That was my first. Dustin Daniel Cretton. That was my first. Oh, Brie Larson's a good actor. And, uh. And, uh, uh, why am I thinking Snoop Dogg? Because Keith played, is in it. Because Keith played Snoop Dogg in yeah. Straight Out of Compton for two seconds. Which but this Snoop Dogg so was good. in that movie so too, good. though. Yeah. He just shows Brie up. Brie Larson and, like, and Snoop Dogg. Help out these. An amazing uh, <laughs> actor. Wow. Snoop Dogg? He's amazing. Um, but yeah. Lakeith Stanfield, like, broke my heart in that movie. So good. But I first met Brie Larson in in uh, Twenty One Jump Beatrice Street. Beatrice is in it. Uh, oh, from, really? Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, Ooh, I'm pretty I, sure she's in it too. I yeah. should rewatch that. Mm-hmm. But I, that movie was good. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Anyway, it's sad. I first saw Brie Larson in Twenty One Jump Street, and I thought she was really no, great. You first saw her yeah. in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, uh, I guess that's yeah. I did. I did. She somehow looks. Well, she's I always know looked why, the exact same age, but she looks younger in Twenty One Jump Street because she's playing a high schooler. Oh, true. Versus like a college, like yeah, like hey Scott, like whatever her character is. Yeah, that's right. And I also probably saw her in some Disney Channel shit when she probably. was real young. But um, but Short Term Twelve was the first one. Where I was like, oh, she's a great actor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Excited about Captain Marvel too, dude. Dude, dude. You excited, bro? Monica yes. Rambeau, Especially dude. Especially after watching WandaVision. And without giving too much away, spoiler alert, the co-writer of episode four yeah. is working on Captain Marvel 2. Oh, fuck. So it's that direct setup, baby. That's nuts. Directly to the setup. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't wait. Okay. Uh, we're all in it for Marvel. We've done phase one. My ranking is, obviously, Avengers, then Iron Man 1, then Cap, then... Hulk, then Iron Man 2, then Thor. Okay. That's my ranking. Okay. A lot of it based on... My ranking is better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for you, maybe. Nope, for um, the world. Are you looking forward to Iron Man 3? Uh, Yes. I remember being mixed on it, just because really? there's too many suits. Mm, okay. Okay. I'm sick of all these suits. Hey, man, there's a bunch of suits, but it's only two guys. True. Iron Man and War Machine. True, but they're all like, hey, get my suits out of here. <laughs> Quick, my suits. So, I believe the house party protocol is in effect. Yeah, it's always, always real. That's the house, the house, the house party protocol. Is that what it is? Yeah. When all the suits show up, I'm most looking forward to right Fuck now. I'm most looking forward to probably Age of Ultron because I want to see Vision again. I miss him. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch him be born. Mm-hmm. And then five movies later, die. Oh, it's too sad. Sorry. Yeah, we're not going to watch those. I want to see him be born. Yeah, let's watch him get bored. Okay, well, everybody can go watch Iron Man 3 where? On Disney Plus. Streaming on Disney Plus, rentable everywhere else. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Check out our Patreon if you like. We do extra stuff on there. And stay out of trouble. Stay out of trouble. Follow your heart. Avengers, assemble. Disassemble. We're ending this episode. (laughs) Okay, bye. Go to sleep, Avengers. Good night. Bye. Bye.